How has educational theater prepared you for performing in theater as a career? Oh, wow. Um, so I started doing theater um, when I was six years old. So I've been doing it my entire life. So throughout middle school, throughout high school, I was doing musicals. Um, I was the president of the thespian club in high school. Um, so I, and then I went to an all girls Catholic high school, oh. um, which is a fun fact. Yeah. Um, but so we would need boys to come in to do our shows and the boys schools would need girls to come in and do their shows. So I would totally. go to the all boys school and do their shows. So I sometimes got to do like two different musicals within one year, which was cool. So I was, I'm all in all, I was always performing, um, growing up. And then I studied, um, got a BFA in musical theater at Indiana university and college. Mm -hmm. So lots and lots and lots of training. And I think that that's honestly, um, what has gotten me to where I am today. Um, I've learned, honestly, a lot of it, uh, taught me the mindset that I needed to have going into everything. Um, it taught me to be committed to what you love and put your whole heart into it. Mm -hmm. Um, it taught me, um, yeah, definitely commitment, I think is like the biggest one that I'm going to commit all my time to it. So I might as well do it and do it well. Oh yeah. Um, the best of my ability. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that really answered the question. That was kind of like a long... It's run. all good. It's all good. <laughs> what was it like taking your talents to Scotland? Oh, my God, Scotland. So I was 15 when that... Or 16, somewhere in there, when that happened. I was in high school. Oh, wow. Um, which, yeah, which was so cool. Um, and that was my first time out of the country, too. So oh, that wow. was really exciting. It was a lot of firsts happening. Mm -hmm. um, but the experience in Scotland was, I think, one of the reasons that I knew that I wanted to pursue theater in college and as a career, because it was the first time that I was seeing um like new works in person and yeah. seeing like no people, not famous people, big time writers, not big time uh, producers putting on these shows. It was at the Fringe Festival, the Scotland Fringe Festival. Mm -hmm. So it's just like this creative energy all around of artists and in it, like from all over the world. So I was seeing all these things I had never seen before. Oh yeah. And there's theater everywhere. Like you could walk into a bar or like, I mean, I couldn't go into a bar. Right. But, like, yeah. I was thinking of places off the street, like, and like a little shop and there would be a show going on. Oh wow. In that shop. So they turn like all these little uh, places into venues, like throughout the city. So you could just walk in somewhere and like watch someone put on a new work. That they, That's like, so cool. Right? Yeah. It was like, it, it was like summer camp. Like it was. Oh, just, totally. There was like new activities. It was really, really cool. So um, I think that that's like, I was just super inspired while I was there. And that was like a new, a new experience for me. What was it like performing at such an iconic place like the Muni? Oh my gosh. So I grew up in St. Louis and um, which is where the Muni is. Mm -hmm. So my first show was actually at the Muni when I was six. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so I, like, had a really long history with the Muni just growing up there, um, and I did Muni Kids and Muni Teens, um, which are, like, their, um, they have, like, touring troops, so I would get to perform um, with, like, a select group of kids before 
some of the shows and we would travel around to different venues on behalf of the Muni and perform. Mm -hmm. Um, And we got to be in a lot of the shows as well, like as young kids. Yeah. I can't even... I'm going to be honest, I don't really know how many Muni shows I've been in. It's probably somewhere like 20 to 25. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, just because I, I grew up there. As yeah. A kid, and then my first professional contract was at the Muni. So it was like kind of full circle. Oh, um, totally. Yeah. But it was, I, and I don't, I don't think I realized how lucky I was until I went to college and started to like put everything into perspective, like who all these people are that I've been working with and who's been directing me and choreographing. Yeah. I had, I truly had no idea when I was like six or seven and then going into college, I was like, wow, I am so lucky that I had that in my backyard and that Mm -hmm. I had that level of professionalism already instilled in me. That's just how I thought all theater worked Mm -hmm. and that was like my baseline and I was like I'm really really lucky to have that experience as like my my start to theater yeah so were you guys like what's the best way to describe it like when there was like a production going on you said like when you did Muni Kids so like were you guys like the opening act for like the musical Um, so like they had like a um and since it's an outdoor theater, they right. have, like, a restaurant there, and they have, like, activities before the show. Right. So we were, like, the pre-show. So there was, there's, like, two different stages, like, the rehearsal mm-hmm. areas that when you're in the show, you rehearse on. Yeah. And you would perform in those areas. So if you were there, like, a half hour early before the show, it was, like, the pre-show. Yeah. And, and so we would do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um or, like, if there were big events, like, we would perform at parades, like, we would, oh, that's um, so cool. and, like, stuff like that, but, like, as to, like, represent the, the Muni. Muni. Right. Yeah, yeah, so that's the, that's, like, what we did. Out of all the professional Muni productions that you've done, which one is your favorite? Oh, man, I think it's either between West Side Story Ooh. was amazing, like, it was I can't even bring, like put it into words. It was yeah. so cool. Um, a lot of the cast uh, had either just come off the international tour or was in the revival on Broadway. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so it, it was, I was working with people that knew the show inside and out and had been doing it. And it's iconic choreography. Oh, absolutely. Jerome Robbins choreography. Oh, yeah. So, it was it was just it was so cool to be doing something so iconic and with a group of people who were so professional and knew the show inside and out I learned so much during that show um I really think it kind of was the reason that I was like I think West Side Story was uh my favorite professional show that I did at the beauty so since the Muni is an outdoor, like, theater place, I've never been to Missouri. I've never been to St. Louis. I want to uh, maybe go to a show at the Muni someday. You yeah, never know. Yeah. But, like, is it challenging doing a show at the Muni outside? Does it affect, like, your voice? And it does it affect, yes. like, anything that happens? Because, like, let's say you're doing, like, a matinee at the Muni and it's 85 degrees and you're trying to belt your butt off. And that yeah. is that, like, hard for you? Yes. The answer is yes. But so the schedule at the Muni is different than... Um, most schedules in theater at all so there's only night shows I think shows start at like 7 30 or yeah something like that so like we really didn't have to worry too much about um like daytime stuff because they couldn't use the lights um with like the sun and everything right oh totally they're all at night um but it's hot it is 
really, really hot. Um, and also, like, it could rain. It's like we, I've done a show where it started raining, and, like, we just kept going, and then we had to stop and start. So, like, that happens a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that this thing, like, a, that physically affects the performer. is the biggest thing that affects performers like physically just because you're not used to to dancing and it it's like 100 degrees and upward like yeah. during the summer so it's and the humidity is really wild so it's that staying hydrated and finding the endurance to like oh yeah in that heat is a whole a whole thing yeah i remember watching a video of uh, stephanie j block on stars in the house she was talking about when she did cats at the muni and since she said it was since it was so humid she was belting memory and her grizabella wig just kept growing and she said she it looked like she was a donkey instead of a cat i believe it i mean that's crazy i'm trying to think of like a specific memory um i don't know if there's like any like I can't think of it like off the, anything off the top of my head, but we we do rehearse like there's one day that you have to rehearse on the on the stage in the afternoon, and the stage is hot, so 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 hot because it's like indirect sunlight, but it's the one time that you get to do everything on stage at, at all before mm-hmm. an audience comes, which is like fifteen thousand people or something wild. Yeah. Um, so you get one time on the stage before you do it, and it's in the middle of the day in, like, heat. <sighs> yeah, it's, like, it's it's called sweat tech because you literally just stand there. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Were you a big fan of Hamilton prior to working on the show? I had never listened to Hamilton. I knew what it was. Like, I knew it was around, and I knew it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I had never listened to Hamilton. And, like, full disclosure, I, like, I don't – listen to musicals that often like outside of being in a musical so Mm -hmm. it wasn't common for me to like be listening to musicals anyway but like I had never truly not heard a single song oh wow until I was auditioning for it and they I got when I got called back they gave me sheet music and I was like I guess I should listen to this before (laughs) yeah (laughs) what do you love most about being a swing Oh man, you're hitting the hard questions today. Um, I think I love how like, unpredictable it is, and I love it and I hate it at the same time. Like that's the hardest part about it, but it's also the thing I love the most about it because your brain always has to be turned on. Like you can't check out during the show because um, a lot of times, like one, you're still you're just trying to remember all the choreography and do all the right stuff and make sure you're doing the right part at the right time but also you know if something goes wrong that you're not used to you have to know how to adjust automatically oh totally so I think that that would yeah I think that that was the my favorite part was having to like just think that way mm-hmm. um and like be it made me be way more present during every single show and I think I appreciated being on stage more than I ever had before because like I didn't know when I would get to go on next and it was always like I had to be so present in every moment mm-hmm. that like I knew I knew Hamilton inside it and you asked if do I know him did I know Hamilton I do now oh totally oh yeah <laughs> So this was one of my creative uh, middle of the night questions that I came up with. Which, okay. okay, 
if you could go on as one of the Skylar sisters and you could play them full time, if uh-huh. which Skylar sister would it be? And if you could pick any two actors in the Broadway world to be beside you, which Broadway actors would you choose? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um. Oh my god. This is gonna be this is gonna be the weirdest answer probably ever. But I want to be Eliza. I love Eliza. Oh, totally. And then I would want... Who's your Angelica and who's your Peggy? Um, I want to say, like, two of my friends just because I love them. But at the same time, I'm like, well, maybe I could get, like, a big star. I could have... You know who I would love? I really, really, really love Sutton Foster. As like, She's... cliche as that is, I'm uh-huh. obsessed with Sutton Foster. Like, I want her career so bad. Mm-hmm. Um. So definitely Sutton Foster would be Angelica. I would put I would put her as my Angelica. I think. Oh, she would be an amazing Angelica. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then let's see, who would I have? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like Patty Mirren as like my Peggy. I don't Ooh. know. I don't know where that one came from, but that one feels right to me. That that That's... one just like jumbled my brain. I don't know how I feel about that, but that's what that is. Yeah. Have you watched <laughs> Have you watched Hamilton on Disney Plus yet? If so, did you or have you or have you pointed out the tracks that you've covered while you're watching it? You're like, oh, I've stopped, did that, I did that. I actually have not watched it yet uh, because I, like, just coming off of it, uh, we had closed in January mm-hmm. in Chicago. Um, so, like, just coming off of it, I was, like, so sad that I wasn't able to, like, keep doing theater so Mm -hmm. I was like I don't know if I'm able to watch it like it makes me so sad but I'll definitely watch it in the near future but no I haven't I haven't watched it yet yeah maybe by the time this comes out you'll watch it yes why do you think Hamilton is such a success is is as successful as it is um I think that there are a lot of points to this answer um I think one it's creativity is something that is really different um especially with the shows that are currently on broadway or like we're on broadway around the time um the just the concept of like having rap music in a broadway or like um different styles of like mm-hmm. popular music within a musical was different and it wasn't it was all original it wasn't um just uh like remixes of pop songs oh yeah a lot or like just taken from like a pop artist Mm -hmm. um it was like completely original which I think is why it was like such a big hit um and also just the fact that it's a historical story being told in the form of pop culture Mm -hmm. but, but still staying true to the time of the story I think was iconic yeah um, that like definitely part of the reason that was so successful and um yeah I think that those are the two two of the main reasons that the show the content of the show itself is so successful oh totally what do you miss about performing for people and touring uh now I'm emotional um I I really just miss the energy I know that's kind of like a, a silly answer but I really miss the energy of live theater like as a performer you really feed off of 
your castmates, like the energy that your castmates are giving you, but also the energy that the audience is giving you. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, I'm just thinking about, like, the difference between rehearsal and being on stage, like, during a performance. They're, like, night and day because, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's fun to be on stage with people, but then to be to be to have an audience there watching you at the same time there's something so i'm saying all the cliches today like something truly so magical you took the words right out of my mouth it's so magical yeah no it really is and i know like it's it's so cliche like theater is musical theater is magical but it is it is it is it's this energy and like you're transported to um, a different place or you're allowed to like think differently than you thought or you're allowed to like explore your own creativity through other people and I think that that there's just like so much creative energy flowing within a, a theater that that's that's what I miss oh yeah out of all of the shows you have performed in which one would you like to perform in on Broadway um I would love to do Hamilton on Broadway. That would be great. Um, I would love um, to do West Side Story on Broadway. That That's a dream is to be um, in West Side Story. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. I think that was supposed to come, the revival was supposed to happen, but because of COVID. Oh, yeah. No, it did. It, it did. It, it was a um, it opened a few months before um, COVID happened. Yeah. Uh, I would love to be in, in uh, they're not doing the original choreography, Ooh. which is, that's their own thing. Yeah. Um, but I would love to be in a version, in a revival with the original choreography, which was like five or six years ago or something. So mm-hmm. like back in time, that's the one that I want yeah. to be in. <laughs> what song would you think would be the theme song to your life? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um... I think the theme song, oh man, all I can think of are like Ariana Grande songs, and I'm like, I don't know if that's great or not. It's okay. Um, what's that one? I want it. I got it. I want it. I Seven rings. It. That's the one I'm thinking of, and like, I don't know if, that, if that's true or not, but I don't know. Sure, why not? Yeah, what the heck? That makes me sound like a brat, but I, I promise I'm not. <laughs> You're definitely not. Okay, here's my go- one of my goofy questions. What's your favorite kind of cereal? Okay, this is actually a very good question because I'm just, uh, I like don't really like cereal. I never really have growing up. I didn't really eat it. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, in the mornings, I've been, like, craving something, like, Kind of like cereal, even though I like don't love cereal. So I'm trying this new creation. Um, I'm doing granola with um, a bunch of like fresh fruit, whatever I have. Yeah. Fresh fruit, coconut flakes, some chocolate chips because I need chocolate. Of course. And then a little bit of coconut milk. Ooh. So that's like my like sweet cereal moment that I'm trying out. I'm literally just starting it like this week so that is so funny that you asked me that but. i got inspired from watching a cinnamon toast crunch commercial on the voice last night <laughs> i love it <laughs> sometimes tv commercials inspire my questions and that was a, one of them that's great you got to take inspiration when it comes <laughs> oh yeah what were some of your favorite tv shows to watch as a kid mm. um rugrats was my favorite 
TV show growing up. I had a Rugrats-themed birthday Ooh. when I was, like, seven or eight. Um, the Rugrats in Paris movie, I don't know if you know Rugrats well at all. Oh, I the, used to watch it, when, like, when I was little, little, like, just because yeah. it was a cartoon, and I thought the only thing that kids could watch on TV were cartoons, so I used to watch Obviously. it. But, like, <laughs> but not in a place where I could, like, comprehend it. Got you, got you. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a... Um, the Rugrats in Paris movie came out, and I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. So I, for my birthday, it came out on my birthday. Ooh. And so we went to the movie on my birthday, and there was no one else in the movie theater. It was just me and my, like, six friends or whatever. So we were, like, I have, like, very vivid memories of yeah. like, running around the movie theater, like, doing cartwheels and, like, having popcorn fights. But it was, like, it was, like this is the best day of my life. Yeah. Hours that we got to watch Rugrats on the big screen and just like run around. It was, it was pretty great. Yeah, that was like me when I saw the Glee concert movie with my friends. <laughs> we were the only ones in the theater and we danced the entire time. That's so fun. I love that. What are some of things you would like to accomplish when this crazy pandemic comes to an end? Oh man. Um. Let's see. Well, I, so I just started a new business. Um, I, uh, I have a fitness business and we launched like about a month ago. So Ooh. we're going into like our second month. So there's been a lot within the past few months that like I have accomplished that I was like surprised that yeah. I was able to accomplish and I found the drive to do all of that. So, um, really I think growing that business, um, and like spending more time focusing on, that and like the mission of um that company it's about bringing um fitness to performers uh, led by other performers so because a lot of us are also trained in like um personal training or have uh certificates within the fitness world um, mm-hmm. just they both they both kind of I've, in yeah i've interviewed some people who have like fitness uh backgrounds yeah. and stuff too yeah so who are in theater really yeah. yeah 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 so it's it's really common within um our industry to kind of dabble in both and um especially during the pandemic I was like I feel like there's a need for teachers to have a place to teach because a lot of studios were closing down um Mm -hmm. a lot of people were teaching on their own um and also I feel like the artists the art community could use um fitness and could use like virtual fitness classes Mm -hmm. in that way because once again studios were closed gyms were closed and as like as dancers we love to like move our body and sometimes like taking a dance class wasn't always like what you wanted to do so I was like oh there's this need for this thing so I got a bunch of um, performers together who teach on the platform for me and they offer virtual classes um, on the platform yeah so it's it's really cool but this just started like a month ago so when you say what do I want to accomplish, I could list like twenty things within that company that like I would yeah. Have. There's that like I wanna I definitely want to build upon that and um, expand that. But I also um, I really just want to get back into dance class and like start training again. I love like as much as I love being in shows, I love training. Like I love learning. It's one of my favorite parts about theaters that we always like we get to take class and like we get to continue to learn and grow Mm -hmm. so uh really an accomplishment would be to get back into class like consistently and start training like that again oh yeah 